Hello, everyone, and welcome to another riveting edition of Under the Floorboards, where we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night. I'm your host, John, that is not joined this week by my co-host, Eric. He's doing a little less than fabulous this week. Uh, we kind of swap spit, as Mark and Molly put it, and now he's got not COVID, but I guess whatever else was thriving in my body at the time, but we miss him very much. Uh, but luckily we have a very exciting show today because we've got all of these fabulous guests that you guys can see if you're watching this on YouTube. If not, you're going to listen to the sweet sultry sounds of their voice for the next hour. Uh, but let's introduce August Kiss. You know her from Murder Size and Wolf Hollow. Give it up. Hello. Fuck, he's also my clapper. I don't even know what to do anymore. I guess I'm going to have to do more editing this time. And welcoming back, Miss Molly Souza. Sorry, that was silent. That was just for the viewers only. You have to. It's it's fine. I actually can put in sound bites now. I'm not completely worthless for my editing skills. Hi. <laughs> and unlike our real dads, the return of Papa Mark Cantu of Wolf Hollow, writer director. So excited to have you back on the show. Give it up for Mr. Mark can too everybody hello everybody it's great to be back here on the show with my son and my <laughs> other son who is absent so as opposed to being an absent father i have an absent son it's fine it doesn't hurt my feelings I told y'all not to make out but you don't listen to your dad it's fine it's yeah. fine porn's ruining this country <laughs> it's true but guys, I'm super excited because this week we are going to be talking about the up and coming, highly anticipated grind. So, Ooh. which, you know, Molly and the lovely August will both be acting in, of course, co-written and definitely directed by Mark Cantu. So super excited to start talking about this film. We're going to get off here and kind of start with a little bit of a synopsis. And I kind of want to start actually with August and Molly. So I want you guys to give us just a little bit of what you think that this movie is about. And then we're going to have Mark kind of come in over top of that. So August, we're going to start with you. What, what do you think about when you have read the script of grind? Like what really comes to your mind for that? Okay. So like not to reveal too much, but it's kind of like a theater setting, grindhouse type of feel. Um, my my segment is a movie within a movie. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> so I'm very excited to be producing that. I'm going to be producing that here in Canada. Uh, yes, the land of Canuck. Got it. Yes, maple <laughs> syrup and back bacon and all that. At least you guys are nice to each other from what I hear. Um really i think i knew it i knew it was a ruse i (laughs) knew it was a fucking ruse i love this yeah i think that's a myth all right well before we move on to molly tell me your least favorite thing about trudeau i promise he's not gonna watch this oh my god um (laughs) yeah our country's very divided now so what you guys were going through earlier is happening here now I'm glad to know everybody has the same problems at the end of the day. We do. We're not that different. <laughs> so so what, what what are your overall thoughts? Again, you don't have to tell us what your segment is yet, because I know, Mark, I think there's what, like five right now? There's like five or six. Uh, currently, as we're taping this right now, there's like five or six movies within the movie that we're actually going out and actually shooting uh for for grind so it's it's a bit of an undertaking but but like i said definitely well worth it but yeah august is is part of um i don't know august do you want to give him the title do you want me to give him the title yeah, yeah i can do it i can do it i can do it <laughs> she All loves right. it absolutely loves it i think yeah. i know which one it is let's go yes so sex crazed stripper vampires for mars did i do that right vampire strippers Okay. <laughs> it's like a it very makes a difference long anyway. title. Don't yeah. can't minimize their vocation. They're more right. sexy vampires. Thank you. <laughs> and this is why Molly was hired. See, look at that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Keeping it all in track. That so that's super exciting. So like 
about how long are we are we looking i was going to save this question but now i'm just curious like how about how long are these are these going to be about like five minutes short like are they going to be like in short film format or are we looking at something that's like a micro or maybe even taking up a little bit more space for that well none of them are micro john it's just very cold outside <laughs> maybe they're I nervous said... films. you don't know <laughs> my, my... John? yes all of it yes <laughs> are they micro are they just a quick commercial are they a full feature length in themselves yes john yes they are <laughs> that is the answer i just like when, when i saw the cut like when you when you sent me the the deck for this all i could think about was right. it, mark sends his deck around guys we all know that but he's my deck pick yeah, yeah. <laughs> all i could think about was the scene from uh v for vendetta where he's like i'm gonna go storm saxon on your ass and it's the fucking like storm saxon cartoon in the background um so, so that's really fucking exciting to be a part of stuff like that i think that you know molly obviously you guys had uh damani inferno in late checkout as well so i think uh, that there's kind uh, of like, like my first movie slash lorette party actually started as a movie within a movie as well i love a movie within a movie i think it's i don't think it's done enough. It's yeah, so exactly. good in that and it just it's like a fun little detour from you know you have your a plots and your b plots but sometimes you just want to see like a little bit of boobs and murder and you can just inject that in there with a good little <laughs> movie. Well, and I think it also like one of the things that we talked about, because the, the the concept for like the movies within the movies, to me, it was like the moment we came up with it, I was like, it's kind of ballsy to do that. Like you're going to go shoot a movie anyway, but then you're going to go shoot like these five little mini movies like to go along with it. And I was telling Saponis, I was like, are we crazy for doing this? Like, or is this the right, you know, way to go with these? And he's like, no, the more the merit, like, these are what Grindhouse is all about. Like, we want to give everybody a little bit of a taste of like, mm -hmm. yeah, there's a whole universe that we're building. And if nothing else, I think that's one of our strongest suits is that we're always able to build a, a, a universe to, to have our characters kind of exist in and just say, yeah, this is the world you're getting dropped into. And whether you like it or not, like, these are the movies that exist in this world. So I, yeah. I love that so much. You asked kind of what the movie is about i think that when i first looked at the script i saw this like kind of seven layer bean dip of of <laughs> love for the film <laughs> without you, olives yeah i got it right no, of course that's a callback you have to go back and listen to my previous episode <laughs> but, but there is such a beautiful film community especially with indie and especially even more specifically with indie horror of people who love movies and everyone loves movies right they're especially like a horror comedy they're fun they're scary they make you laugh cry all all the things but then there's these little like grindhouse gems that half the people you show them to are just going to be uh a what dumbfounded. They do, <laughs> so grind kind of has this combination of an ode to grindhouse and those kind of niche things that everyone in kind of entrenched in the film community has come to love. Everyone has their little things, whether it's like exploitation horror or uh, noir films or something, you know. And then there's this greater film community that's kind of not looking to see that that specific. They want something more palatable. So we kind of give them both. We, we show love to the specific parts of the film community that make it awesome and was really like presentable package that anyone can get into, not just like complete film nerds like all of us here <laughs> to be fair to be fair there is a part of me like on the last couple of movies like any time that i need a break anytime that i need to turn my brain off and just kind of go you know what i just need to reset i just need to just decompress the movies that i wind up gravitating towards and nobody else in my house likes them nobody else that is like a friend of mine actually enjoys these movies i wind up loving things like samurai cop miami connection i mean like these really like hidden terrible z-grade movies where people are like that is garbage and i'm like but it's the best fucking thing i've ever had in my entire <laughs> life and that's kind of my nod it was like you know what i want everybody to understand like what my sensibility is as 
a filmmaker as an audience member like this is what i vibe with and if you don't like it you know you can go to another movie that's fine <laughs> there's like, something about those those niche films and with horror i think that people in the mainstream will kind of get this like like that's bad for you. Don't watch it. It's so bad that like I can't I can't even sit in the room and watch it. It's rotten your brain. Don't watch this. And then Grind kind of offers this literal interpretation of that where you're like watching <laughs> past movies, but then really something terrible <laughs> happens to you. Like, <laughs> it's real. Your mom wasn't just being dramatic. Stop watching those shit films. They will rot your brain. <laughs> You will watch this movie and you will incur the wrath of the eldritch gods. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, so Mark, a little bit from you on this aspect, uh, with you know, especially like having a co-writer, which has got to be fucking crazy in a situation like this. Like you're saying, you're making so many like micro stories within the story that it feels yeah. like, like what, where does that cohesion come in? Like with having a good co-writer and being able to work together for such a big project like this? Well, I think, I mean, uh, above all, first and foremost, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm really happy and I'm really blessed to actually have Saponis, Brian Bell, Lance Reedinger. Like I, I've got people around me on the writing team that that I've come to know and trust already like they've been either part of the last two movies or they've been you know involved in some way shape or form so I trust their instincts I trust exactly what they have to say and I think especially with material like this like the the, the first thing that you want is you don't want people around that are going to blow smoke up your ass you don't want people that are just going to go oh no everything's great everything makes sense and it's perfect I, I can't tell you, like, I will come up with an idea and, and pretty much the, the workflow that we have in place is I kind of have to be like the the high level editor on everything because I got to direct it. I got to shoot it. I got to you know do all that stuff with it. But I'm willing to let certain things go. So I'll kind of come in with an idea and say, this is kind of where I'm thinking the A to B is here, guys. And then someone will come in with an idea and then someone will change it and then someone will kind of. And so I've got a big picture overview and just go, okay, let me move these pieces around and let me kind of move this here and there. And so I think that it, that can only happen if you've got great communication with people, you trust them, you trust them artistically, you trust them, like I said, emotionally, because again, we're going through things. There, there were a couple of times where it was like, I think this character should die here. I think this character should live. And you're kind of going back and forth two or three days in a row and just going you know what, I, I, I thought about it and I'm really, I'm really passionate about this character surviving. And Saponis and I had a couple of conversations like that where it was like, no, I, I really think this should happen this way. And each one of us will kind of make our case, but again, we all do it with respect. But again, that only comes from knowing the people that you're surrounding yourself with and loving them and having a good relationship already in place. So I wouldn't have been able to do that with a brand new team that I didn't know like anybody like this is their, our first movie I'm like that would just be a shit show like it would be a complete train wreck and everyone would be well I need to impress my thing on you and you it would have just been horrible but here everybody you know we we all have no ego at all you know starting with me like I'm just like guys sometimes my stuff is shit and even Molly like said Molly to a certain extent like we've had our conversations where her character, she and I have kind of gone back and forth and she's like, I think this, I think that. And it's just getting everybody on the same page and respecting what everybody has to say without being a dick about it. So, you know. I feel like that's the main key too, is not being a fucking dick about it. Cause I feel like in this industry, from what I've run into, luckily it's been a lot in the indie world and it seems like everybody's very cohesive for the most part where like everyone's very receptive everybody's trying to get the same thing accomplished at the end of the day so it's really cool to have that background go no knowing that background going into this movie that there is so much cohesion between the cast and the production side of things and what everybody wants this to look like which is an awesome fucking right. film so well, i mean oh i'm sorry go ahead. oh no yeah. no 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 go ahead it's your show dad well, yeah I'm, 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 i was just gonna say i mean like you even look at molly and august i mean like they're, they're perfect examples i mean like they're here on the show with us and again we have conversations all the time like i said august and i go back and forth and we talk and i said molly and i talk about you know 
putting certain things here, putting certain things there. I mean, even August got to name her character in her segment. Like, like she's responsible for those things. So there's so much leeway and, and latitude we give each other and just go, I'm going to respect you completely. And I, I, I trust where your instincts are on the, on the project. You know, mm -hmm. I say Molly's over here thinking about fucking Chewbacca. So <laughs> <laughs> what's new. Fine. <laughs> but uh, so it's really interesting actually to hear that, uh, august that you named your character because my question after this was I, I we got a little bit from molly in the last episode that we're going to talk about here in a second but i would love to know what your character's name is and i would love to know a little bit you don't uh, not about the story but you can definitely tell us about her archetype and what kind of character you're building in this segment well, that i can't I, I can't quite say it yet it's like vampire stripper it's a I, hard one <laughs> So her name is Next Scarlett Van Helsing. Yeah. <laughs> That's so Carpenter. <laughs> her name's Scarlett Van Helsing. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Erotic, sexy. <laughs> she kicks ass. Male stripper ass. <laughs> so so John, that's that's another little twist that we we were kind of saving, but I'll, I'll go ahead and let you know because again, Ooh. this is the first show that I'm doing. Like I haven't done anybody else's show, so you're getting all of the breaks Ooh. here first. <laughs> so when you say sex crazed vampire strippers from Mars, you would immediately think I'm like, oh, it's these beautiful like Brink Stevens like 80s 90s like models. No, the strippers are guys, and they've all got like male bush coming out of their g strings. And the women are the vampire hunters. That one you can you owe that one to my wife Liz. He's the pervert that was like, um, you know what? What if they were guy strippers? And I was like, you're a fucking genius. And I'm gonna try and not kill us driving on the road while I'm laughing because she told me first thing in the morning. And I'm like, you know what? That's a genius idea. And we ran with it. And so yeah, you you definitely owe her that one. Oh, thank you, Liz. Yeah, seriously. Good God. There you go. Yeah, she says thank you. She said you're welcome. I've always wanted to be in the creature feature, but more than that, I've always wanted to be in a movie with a Merkin budget. Oh, I'm so excited. That's incredible. I don't know if we're going to have a budget for Merkins, but we'll make it work. Okay. We'll figure what is it out. a Merkin? I'm the uncool one here, too, August. Don't feel bad. What the fuck is a Merkin? Yeah. Okay, sit down, kids. Gather around. Gather around. <laughs> Hey, John, I, I think we just came up with our new shirt. What is a Merkin? <laughs> like, if we can sell those in the grind campaign. A Merkin is... August, if we can do that, it'd be great. It's amazing. Wig. It's a what? It's a crotch wig for emulating... Oh! Oh! Yeah. Oh! Okay, I've heard of this. Yeah. So the shirt's like, what's lurking in the Merkin? Yeah. Got it. There you go. <laughs> Keep it jerking in your Merkin? That's a little... No spicy. no grinding on the Merkin? Uh, guys, come on. Come on, guys. Don't it's right touch there. the Merkin. <laughs> All I'm saying is God did talk to us through a burning bush, so I think you've got your everything set up for this next you part of welcome, the campaign. Guys. There you go. <laughs> If the movie wasn't going to send us to hell, that one definitely is, John. Sorry. I like to think of myself as a train conductor with, like, you know, a little less autism. Still, I think still plenty, but. Plenty, yeah. <laughs> I think that we should do commentary and just be talking the whole time about, like, how uncomfortable the Merkins were. <laughs> you didn't show Bush. Just but, like, you're not naked in the movie. Like, yeah, you never show your Merkin. You're just like, why are you wearing a Merkin then under your costume? You're like, don't worry about it. It's just, it's for character. Yeah. So, so how much is the the prop going to be on the Indiegogo for that? <laughs> One used Merkin. One used Merkin from Molly Souza. Um, One used Merkin from Mark Cantu, who's directing, but you never see it. My Merkin is actually just a little orphan Annie wig, and it's like $7.99 on Amazon. So <laughs> it's super affordable. That's why I was cast, actually. So. Molly, you can't say that because then we're going to have a flood of people. Like, I get those emails. 
on the Indiegogo. And people are like, when is that? When is that Merkin going to go on sale? When is that going to happen, guys? And I'm like, you don't have to deal with it. See, this is a problem when you cast troublemakers. They make all the trouble, and Dad has to fucking deal with it. I'm not doing it. No, lightly no. used. You guys are so fucking weird. <laughs> All of you. Like, I don't think I'm coming down from Canada after all. No, no. <laughs> Somehow. Oh, man. Uh, so, so we've got a badass bitch who is slaying vampire strippers from Mars. We've got Molly. Tell us about your character. Give us her name. Give us her archetype. AJ McAllister is uh, a young, bright pupil, a film student, a film enthusiast who's, you know, as many people who are like starting a journey, whether it's like high school or college or a new job, um, is just trying to find her footing with everyone uh, and in the film community. Because it, it might be surprising to hear, but sometimes it's hard for young women to find their place in the film community. I don't know if you've heard of it. Absolutely true. <laughs> yes, girlfriend, preach. Absolutely true. So that AJ's, um, I, she's not like an ingenue, but she's young and bright and just, you know, finding her way in the world with help from a lot of awesome people. Um, I would maybe say I would also volunteer just to kind of like help with that. I think one of the things that like Molly and I both agree on is like AJ's kind of in over her head a little bit in the in the movie in in the story itself. So like I said, so that's that's one of the things that kind of leads to some trouble. So again, is want to do when you're just starting things. You're like, <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> And then the, this is just life. It's just mm -hmm. gestures to everything vaguely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know in our last interview, you you made a point to say that, you know, Grind really is a story about the friends that we find along the way. And I can't imagine where you would get something like that from. But uh, <laughs> I, I uh, the reason I ask is, you know, we we. Uh, there's a lot surrounding AJ and I just want to know, is she someone that we're going to see has the ability to ask for help? Cause I think that's going to be a big part with how many archetypes and characters we're going to see throughout this entire film, whether it be in the mic or in the varietal of shorts and the overwrapping story of grind, is she going to be a character that I feel like there's like this weird level right now, of there's these really self-aware characters like when you watch uh stuff like black phone and the little girl is just like the most self-aware child i've seen in my entire life or is she going to be in a place where she's really still kind of learning that that's a that's a great question and and mark and i talked a lot about about being young and what that kind of what that the position that you're in when you're young can you ask for help and I think that that AJ does is trying to cling to to what she understands will help her, um, and whether or not that's successful is kind of her journey in in the movie. But often, when you're young like that, it's not always like the positive things that you latch onto. You're not like, "Wow, I'm having a tough time. I should go to the gym and find a therapist and call my mom more." You're like wow, I'm having a bad time. Does vodka help that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do a keg stand and have anonymous sex with people. It's just like, yeah. a, like where you're like, oh yeah, no, that's logical and makes sense. It's like, but are you sure it's not? I got to tell you, I'm really vibing with AJ right now. <laughs> <laughs> As uh, we all will in a year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, so Mark, uh, you know, it's, it's funny because you do have an acting background, you know, and I know you've dumped a, I know you've dumped a lot into, you know, being behind the scenes and such. What are the chances have you rolled around the idea at all of Tarantinoing yourself a little bit in this film? 
Get Mark in a Merkin. Send <laughs> on if you donate now, you will have to do it legally. <laughs> All right, so here's the thing. If I do a Merkin, that is only at the $100,000 tier that we hit on the Indiegogo. That is the only fucking way I will do that. You'll I'm not ruling it out. Vampire. You'll be the king vampire that has to get slayed, and it will be like a, a two-foot-long white scraggly bush. <laughs> You'll just Oddly enough, I didn't say where I would put the Merkin. Fair enough. Fair enough. There you go. All right. You're asking for it. You're asking for it. Give them what they want. The butt Merkin. That's what we really want. That's right. what the it's people are asking like, for. This, this, yeah, this manual <laughs> butthole bush. Of, yeah, this, yeah. Oh, that is so. <laughs> that is so. And somehow we crossed the line. <laughs> and I love it. I'm here for it. You're welcome, guys. Welcome to the show, August. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the party, pal. Yeah, I, I, tr I tried to give you the disclaimer in the group chat, but. There's yes, really you, <laughs> you guys should know this by now. Yeah, you should know this. Yeah. You guys are acting stunned. I'm like, no, come on. Mm -mm. I was gonna say it's only fucking 7 30 and I haven't even started drinking yet. So yeah, yeah, exactly, guys. <laughs> this is the most sober podcast we've ever had. <laughs> to be fair, I, I may make a cameo. We did talk about doing a cameo at some point in one of like the grindhouse movies, or at least on a poster. Um there was a uh, this little fun fact. There was there is a movie. There's a, a, a cartoon that I pretended to make up with my kids uh, like years ago, and I put and I created like a fake poster for it. And it was supposed to be like a Buck Rogers kind of thing. And so it was called Dirk Star Space Adventurer. And so like I even had a shirt made up for it and everything. And I told my kids I was like I will put on like a seventies shitty Battlestar Galactica wig and like the jumpsuit and put a little ray gun and like be Dirk Star on the poster. So <laughs> as you pass it, you're like, is that fucking Mark on the poster? So I would do that. I wouldn't act. So yeah, but that's like, yeah, I was gonna say that's like Stan Lee when you see like a picture of him in the background now. It's just kind of like saddening. Like I I would much rather see you like walk on you the screen see me and actually acting. Yeah, walk on screen, punch somebody in the dick and just walk off screen. Like you yes, can't, I not even that. like in the context of the movie. Hey, I could. <laughs> All right. I'll figure it out. Yes, do it, please. Or you just do like during the one of the West Brantley movies, you just fucking cross kick across the screen and like in an explosion. <laughs> did you did you mention West Brantley? I Is did. That, are we it, well are we doing that now? Uh well, all oh. I know is I'm very excited for my lunchbox. To come in. <laughs> there you go. We'll be getting into more of the Indiegogo stuff here in a minute, but yeah. Uh, it, and actually, that is one of the things that I did want to talk about. Um, is with stuff like West West Brantley, uh, which I'm very excited for. That'll be played by Mr. Brian Saponis, who is a fucking titan. First of all, like I remember meeting him, and like I knew that he was in the wolf suit for Wolf Hollow, but Jesus Christ, he's like. Yeah. He he went to hand me one of those chocolate Twizzlers and he's like putting it down towards me. <laughs> yeah. He's he's, tall, he's six four, six four, six five. He's gotta be like six six, dude, because I'm six, six one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he just makes me feel like a child. I'm like, you got yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. I love pictures of you two together though. It's the cutest thing in the world. <laughs> it's like a it's like a Looney Tunes card cartoon where it's like the little one that's in charge and like the big one that's just like, yeah, cool. But he's got like the foghorn leghorn slouch like to the side all the time. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've noticed like every once in a while. Talk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love Brian to death. But one of the things that I wanted that I really wanted to get into was um, and I don't know if some of these have been revealed yet, so I'm not going to bring it up. But I do know that with the shorts, some of them are or at least one of them is a movie that does exist. And what I wanted to ask was when you were writing any of these uh, shorts or movie segments within the movie, were there any that really caught your eye that you were just kind of like, kind of want to turn this into a feature? Like this feels like it needs the full treatment. Oh my God, that's it. such a good question. <laughs> I want to know. Honestly, like there are, there are three that I would 
absolutely like go off and shoot a movie today. Like I'd be like, I'm I'm gonna take the next year and a half of my life to go create that. Um, the first one would actually be Bullet Babes, which yeah. is which is just like straight 80s, 90s, like lethal weapon, but with boobs. Like that's that's what we're going for. China O'Brien, like that's that's kind of the ballpark that we're in. Um, so Bullet Babes is the first one. Um, because that's as close to canon films as I'm probably gonna get if if I if I go shoot that. Um the second one would be uh Subway Samurai which is like the seventies, like enter the dragon exploitation, mm -hmm. but set on, you know, the New York subways in the seventies. Um, and then the last one would actually be, like I said, it would be a tie. It would be a double feature. And I know that's cheating, but I don't care because it's my movies and I will do it anyway. God damn it would right. be a double feature between sex craze vampires and McQueen, which is the West Brantley movie. So those three, I'm going to say three. <laughs> I know this is four, but that's three to me. So yeah, I would I would shoot those three. That's so exciting. Uh, so that now I'm just thinking about the possibilities and like I, I haven't even seen the movies within the movies yet, you know. So uh, boobs. We're talking about lethal boobs here. That's that's it right there. Yeah. Uh, Mark, I just want to tell you, you're fucking brilliant. Like <laughs> I'm I'm just in awe of your mind, honestly. I appreciate it, but this is what happens when I don't have any friends, and I'm just like, "Hey, what what entertains me?" And I'm just in my office, and that's well, that's. What I love doing. it. Keep doing it, bud. That's all I can do. Um, so another thing I wanted to talk about is, and Mark, I'll let you steer this part of the conversation because obviously these lovely two ladies have also read the script already, so they know, and you can kind of direct what they can talk about, what they can't. Um, but recently. Uh, you revealed Corey, uh, the Corey suit, uh, as yeah. one of, as one of the Indiegogo perks, which guys, it's fucking sick. If you have not checked it out it, and it was like, what, like 1500 bucks, I think on the Indiegogo yeah. guys, yeah. that is fucking insane. That is fucking insane. You well, could be you the same thing. Yeah, we did the same thing with like the wolf suit on on Wolf Hollow, and like I think it was uh, Brian Bell and one of our other producers, Samantha Corch. Uh, she wound up like with the, the they wound up with the two suits, and again, like I said, they got them screen used. Like I said, they were still kind of covered in blood and stained from all the stuff we did on Wolf Hollow. Um, but yeah, like I'll get random pictures from Samantha, and she's got it like in her living room, and her dog is just like, I don't, like her dog does not like that suit at all um but uh, maybe he's gotten used to it by now i don't know but yeah like i said the 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 cory suit is is ginger lynn's character um so just to kind of give you a little bit of a, a preview of where we're headed with that um so ginger ginger lynn allen uh who's coming on to star in, in the movie with us she winds up playing cory and that's the eventual evolution of what happens to her so i'm not going to say how or mm -hmm. when or why but yeah, so it's it's a piece of, of of movie history at that point. So, so so because we are dealing with the Eldritch, we are dealing with like transdimensional like beings at this point. From what I understand, and feel right. free to not correct me if I'm just throwing people a red herring right now. But I I I just want to know, like, so is it Cthulhu, or are we playing around with everybody? Are we, are, are we dealing with the void? Like there's so much, like it's such a vast world that was created. So I'm just curious if we narrowed it down or if I'm going to go fuck myself. <laughs> no, <laughs> I would never tell you to do that. Um, so honestly, so so I don't want to give away too much on, on the, the main villain or anything like that. Um, but I will say Heather is playing... Um, the darkest of dark villains, if, if I can maybe kind of say it that way, um, in terms of shape, in terms of silhouette. Um, but that's that's pretty much all I'll say. But but you're you're on the right track. Like I said, it's definitely like I said, we're pulling in a bunch of different elements. And I I didn't, even though I know that that Lovecraft has this, I mean, it's just such a vast catalog of of material. Um we kind of tried to pull in a little bit from everywhere and just kind of say, I know this worked here and I know this worked there. And I know 
so we've got even though you even though it's not exactly blatantly like this one character we've got nods to to a lot of lovecraft and cthulhu and you know mm-hmm. Nonathotep and all that kind of stuff so um yeah that's 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 where i'll leave that one very in the mouth of madness where it's like oh, you know, like completely yeah. yeah yeah exactly where it's definitely there and you feel it the whole time and then it's just like yeah but it didn't really say who it was you know and so right. so that's that's really exciting um i saw that there are going to be hordes of uh zombies and when we went to wolf hollow we were talking about kind of the the level up system that's going to be happening, you know, with werewolves and such. Uh, And I guess with the zombies, quote unquote, or mindless uh, followers of the vast void, is there going to be like, is there going to be like the zombie element where like you can taint somebody or is it just like, no, it's just an overall arcing effect. And like, we're battling the people that are just not affected by it are just going to battle up against everything that's bad in this world i'd say split the difference on what you just said and that's kind of the ballpark of, of where we're uh, where we're landing um it's a, it's a little bit of both of what you both of the things you just said so there will be but, a lot of taint, but maybe in one of the short films you said there'll be a lot of taint but just maybe in one of the shorter films <laughs> fabulous <laughs> We gotta give the people what they want. Come on, guys. I'll <laughs> be a tainting. Yeah. <laughs> That's that is so exciting. Is there a particular I know last time in Wolf Hollow, you guys used so much fucking blood. Use so much fucking blood. Right. Are, are are you trying to top yourselves on this one? You know what? It's such a weird thing to to talk about. So the funny, the the short version of everything on that answer is we're not going with blood necessarily. So one of the things that happens, and again, this is what happens behind the scenes. Other fluids. Just say other fluids. The funny thing thing is, is like, behind the scenes, like whenever you're dealing with movies and stuff like that, there's so many little funny like rules and all this other stuff. So one of the things that happened on Wolf Hollow, and again, you saw the, the, the amount of blood that we used on that. So we go to deliver the movie for distribution and we're turning over all the materials and everything else. And one of the first things our distributor says is, well, you can't give us a trailer with blood. And I'm like, well, it's, a horror movie like or, or how are we kind of you know like well we can't show like overt acts of violence we can't do this we can't do that there's so many like little rules that unless you've been through the process of delivering you don't know that are there until you get there and so to me building into grind it's one of those things where i'm like you know what okay they're not going to let me show blood in the trailer if i put it anywhere so what can i put in there and it's kind of like the scene in um evil dead 2 where Ash, like the the walls just start project, just shooting <laughs> every color at him. And I'm like, yeah, if I do that, that'll get us around it because it's like, it's not blood. It's some sort of fluid, but it's not blood. So as long as I've got everybody covered in some sort of juice or fluid, that will somehow pass and be more acceptable. So yeah, so that that influenced exactly how we're dealing with, with grind. <laughs> percent more disturbing to describe that conceptually exactly it makes it worse and i'm still like but you're still gonna let that pass that okay that's fine i I don't make the rules yeah it's like when they started making cartoon blood black and i'm just like they still killed that dude (laughs) look right right i still know what the sounds i know what that means i know that that he's dead So uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but August, I think you said before we got on that you were actually producing your segment. Is that true? Yes, I'm so excited to do that. So so give us a little bit of an idea of what that entails, because that's got to be a pretty big undertaking for, you know, producing and acting in that. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to be um, including some of my uh, colleagues here in Toronto, and we're going to be casting, and I think it's going to be great. I have like, I'm not worried about it at all. 
Hell yeah. Well, yeah. What, what what exactly does that mean for you though with the with being a producer to, to for for people who have no idea out there well i'm going to have to distribute the funds appropriately um but like keep it in budget mm-hmm. um setting up the location um i'm going to be casting it as well so that's going to be fun i'm actually really excited for the casting part that's hiring right. the makeup people well, luckily, you probably already have a pretty vast network up there, I would think, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it can always <laughs> be bigger, but yeah. Can't we all? Right? <laughs> it's not a micro short. It's just a short. Right. <laughs> the market so was in the way. <laughs> when your short's cold outside, it's not a feature anymore. <laughs> oh damn Jackie it's so Paul. cold here i'm dude i that's why i don't understand canada i'll be honest with you like i don't I, understand it and i live here i don't get it they're like we have underground malls i was like that should be your first hint we do <laughs> where's the underground mall apparently up north that's what that's the legends we hear down here at least what the fuck <laughs> i just assume you're all mole people uh yeah more like we stay inside an order from amazon (laughs) there you go (laughs) bezos the new cthulhu Mm -hmm. (laughs) well are there any like uh with when i was talking about the blood a minute ago one of the things that i was curious about too is i i get if you can't tell us yet but are there any particular i know especially in the indie world and Molly even made a comment about it while we were um, interviewing her. And she was like, what the fuck are they doing up in Pittsburgh with their practical effects? You know, so uh, is there anything, especially now that I've seen a few of your movies, Mark, I know that you're already prone to ripping spines out of asses. But I'm very curious yeah. as, to, <laughs> as to what you're if there's anything that you're particularly excited for. And just give people like a little bit of taste of what they can expect in this film. Lots of tentacles. There's going to be like one of the things that I, I mean, we, we, I love doing things practically. And I, I say that because I enjoy the giving those worlds to my actors and just kind of saying, look, I, I'm not going to CGI this bullshit in later. Like you're going to have to react to a real tentacle around your neck or around your arms or whatever. And it's just something immediate about all that stuff. So I I enjoy that aspect. And to me, it makes it even more like playtime. I mean, it really is like we're getting to dress up and be covered in goo. And like we're kids on Halloween again. Like that's exactly what we're signing up for. So that's one part of it that, uh, that I'm absolutely looking forward to. The other thing that I'm genuinely looking forward to the, probably the most is shooting our main villain, which is Heather Rizzo in the suit. And we've posted some of those pictures and the the company that did our suits for Wolf Hollow, they're doing her suit uh, for, for Grind as well. And it's just one of those things like they've sent me pictures and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, like this, it's a little bit alien. It's a little bit, you know, H.R. Giger's work in general. And you're just kind of like, it's, it's going to be different. It's going to be completely different. And we're also going to be trying a lot of different stuff in camera in terms of how we shoot her. So a lot of backlight, wind, smoke, but then some weird funky stuff with our our actual lenses. So, I mean, there's a lot of challenges that are gonna just be inherent, like on the day you're like, shit, how the fuck are we gonna do this? And just trying to figure those things out. And I, I think that's what I'm probably looking forward to the most is trying to figure those brand new challenges out that have nothing to do with werewolves or, you know, serial killers or anything like that. And it's just a, a, a different skill set that I'm going to have to learn on the fly. And I, I think that's the the thing that I'm looking forward to the most. So Pat, when I came onto the project, I remember seeing uh, kind of can, like the inception of Wolf Hollow when you were crowdfunding for that. And I saw it and I didn't really know anyone involved. But then when I saw the pictures of that, the wolf outfit, which actually I was under the impression that as a practical effect, you just turned Brian Bell or uh, Brian, what's his last name? <laughs> just into a werewolf. I thought that's why he was so tall. I'm like a little bit disappointed, but 
We could have gone that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I feel like you did secretly. Uh, but it, it's so impressive to to have such an ambitious, I you know, like in, in the case of Grind, literally otherworldly. Um, this right. other concept and to articulate it so well and when I came on I was really happy to see how many sketches there were and how those things were were moving to to be produced that that there was a plan to make these things happen that's like the thing I'm consistently impressed with with the production team is like really ambitious ideas but then also the talent and connections to bring those things to life to articulate them well on film um so whatever you're expecting from like an indie alien sort of outer space movie it's it's you know it's gonna it's gonna be better than that it looks great it looks really fucking freaky (laughs) (laughs) well and that's the other thing too like we supponents and i and, and my wife and i like we've all talked about it and i think that's it's such a great sign because one i'm surrounded by fantastic people i mean like i've got august molly saponis everybody but this is probably the fastest this is probably the the most intensely that, that i've ever worked in such a short amount of time to do the sketches to do this the scheduling to get everything worked out to write the script and like all those things have happened within six or seven months i mean it, it really it hasn't been a project where i've sat back and said let me think on this and let me kind of hem and haw and like like it has literally come from the depths of my soul. So it's one of those things where you're like, we're on the right track. And like what Molly's saying right now is that everybody down the line, you, you can't help but see that in the work is like, whether it's from me, Saponis, you know, Shonda Rawlings, like anybody involved, everybody's passionate because they see very clearly what the objective is. And we go, no, this is the movie we're going to make. And you just go, fuck yeah, I'll sign up for that. Like that, that sounds like fun. So <laughs> And that's, I, I, I can't ask for more than that, so. Can we talk about how gorgeous Heather is? Uh, yeah. Oh my yeah, God. I'm gonna cover her in a fucking suit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, she's just an otherworldly beauty without anything on her like the shape of her face i was like are you real that's it was like a cartoon fucking character when i saw her the first time like my jaw hit the fucking floor <laughs> well, like, and she's she... the first she's the first person you see in wolf hollow like she's the yeah. dancer at the bonfire yeah. <laughs> and so like when we talked like to give you a backstory like how i met her she was she's a model in new jersey and like we just happened to like connect on instagram and she was like, oh, I've always wanted to be in a horror movie. And I was like, why don't you come down and hang out with us? And, you know, we'll take care of you for the day. And we'll kill you. And the moment she walked in, I was like, uh, you're in the movie for a lot longer than you think. And like, <laughs> and so like, if you look at that sequence, like she's the beginning shot and she's the end shot in that opening. Like she's the first person and the last person we see. Mm-hmm. And like, it's because she stands out so well. And you're just like, you're absolutely gorgeous. And I mean, not to objectify her, but I mean, she is, but it's you can one be of those objectively things gorgeous like, and not be objectified. Right. <laughs> but she is she's just amazing, you know? And she's a, she's a great actress. And she's like, did I do okay? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you did amazingly well. Like, you should be in more things. And I even told her, I think after we had the Wolf Hollow premiere, like, I was, I, I didn't know what I was going to do next. But I was like, you're with us for whatever else I do next. I, I don't care what it is. And the moment that character popped into my brain. I was like, it's gotta be Heather. It, it has to be her. And one of the instructions that we've given our makeup people is you're not gonna touch her face. Like you can build everything else behind her head, but her face, like I want her actual structure and her her bone structure. Like she's absolutely gorgeous. And I was like, I want that coming through, you know? Please mind control me. right right (laughs) and i think that's actually really good for the designs that i've seen too like it just feels like she like that character needs those defining features and her face just has that you know built into it um but and she's like six feet tall i mean like she's like is she really good 
Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's it's it's. I'm like, you're a freak of nature, and I love you for it. Thank you. <laughs> Don't ever stop being beautiful. See you. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things I want to get into before we get off here is, guys, y'all are still crowdfunding. So yeah. for for those of you who don't know, Grind currently, they have their Indiegogo on. If you are watching this on YouTube, the uh, link will be in the comments below. Otherwise, you can go to the Grind page on Instagram, which you can also see on the screen, but you can also follow us on Instagram, which will lead you literally to all of these fucking movies that we talk about at any given time, which will lead you to these Indiegogos because the biggest thing about indie horror is supporting them and not supporting these fucking films that don't have any heart to them, like <laughs> Infinity Pool. Um, but like all of these movies that like, have these giant budgets that aren't doing the same caliber of storytelling and love that are really put into the movies that we care about. So first thing I want to congratulate you guys on is hitting your mark in the first week at $25,000. That is incredible. Y'all are on your way. You're about to, like, I don't know, $1,500 short of $30,000 right now. Yeah. I think we're at 28 now. Last time I checked, um, I think we're at 20, a little like a shade under 29 at this point. Yeah, so that's absolutely incredible. But what the difference is, guys, is you can be a part of this film in a way that you can either literally be a part of it or you have all of these amazing perks. So we're going to go around for a minute. Molly, we'll start with you because you and August swapped spots on the Zoom somehow. But Molly, we're going to start with you. Uh, talk about some of the perks that you're really excited about, what people should be excited about if they want to be a part of this film. Uh, so I get questions all the time about how do I get involved in indie horror? Like, how do I, I want to make movies. I want to act. I want to design sets. I want to meet Felissa Rose. I want to do these things. Um, and, and, you know, there's always auditioning and there's always kind of getting in on that ground level. But if you're not getting in on that ground level, there's other opportunities for you. And personally, I think that you mentioned Mark working with Sam Kowick. Korich? Korich, yeah. Uh, who came on in in um, one of my movies, Late Checkout, and paid to be on set and then left to someone who we would absolutely call again to work with. Um, sometimes opening the door to a set, opening the door to these opportunities that you want, that you want to be on set, you want to make a movie, it's as easy as like opening your wallet and clicking a couple of times. Uh, you can come to set, you can meet your heroes, you can act, you can be murdered brutally by beautiful women. Uh, the possibilities are really endless. You just have to, to pick up a perk to act with someone in a movie. I think that's really amazing. And anyone who wants to get involved with an indie movie, there's your in. You don't even have to know people. You just have to find the link. Absolutely. Mark, what about yourself? What do you think? I, Molly's got me sold on it. I'll I'll be in the movie. Shit, I'll do it. You have your market um, ready, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> so I think honestly, like one of the things that I'm I am genuinely like happy about with um uh, with the campaign and like all the perks that we have. And I mean, because we've got so many damn perks. Um, it's owning the merchandise. Like, and when I say the merchant, it, it's like the West Brantley t-shirts, the West Brantley lunch boxes and stuff like that. Cause to me as, as actors, I mean, that's kind of what you always like when you're a kid and you're, you know, imagining it's like the equivalent of like being a sports star and being like my thing, my name and my face are on a, on a lunch box. And, and so to me, it's just the coolest fucking thing we could possibly come up with. I'm like, whether it's the t-shirts, whether it's the lunch boxes. Um, but beyond that, it's, the actual props from the movies like those are the ones where i'm just like i would own like some of molly's props from the movie and, and or her letterman jacket that she's got mm -hmm. um that she's supposed to wear which is just right there off camera but i'm not gonna quite reveal it right now well no i think i've i think i've posted a picture but <laughs> it's it's literally just teasing me right there it's, it's right. <laughs> yeah sorry molly sorry <laughs> that I, and I got to tell you too, like uh, I'm excited for my lunchbox. He wasn't kidding about that. I'm probably just going to put drugs in mine, but it is really cool that those are available. Um, and, and again, like it's, it's just like this big ethos that's being created and it's like, 
being the hype is really what Indiegogo is really about. So August, yeah. what, what are you really excited about? If you're trying to sell somebody on getting these Indiegogo perks and getting out there, how would you do that? Well, I have to agree, agree with Molly for sure. The walk on, um, the walk on role is an, an amazing way to get to know people in this industry. And I don't know anybody who hasn't continued doing that and not necessarily paying for roles, but like getting paid gigs. Mm -hmm. It's an amazing way to meet people. I also love the lunch boxes, but I'm not going to use it for lunch. I'm going to use it for makeup. <laughs> Me so, too. Yes. <laughs> That's like, you know, and I find that sometimes people, they're like, well, why would you pay for a role? But why wouldn't you pay for a role if you're looking for a way in? I was saying, if you've never had a role. Like... Yeah, why not? <laughs> right. Well, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good like, way to like invest a little money without investing a ton of money into lessons and pictures and all this. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I'm going to say the same thing too. It's it, it's almost like we've got our like our internships that are up on the, the the campaign as well, where you can spend a week with us. But then it's also the the equivalent of investing in headshots, investing in acting classes. I mean, it's 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 the equivalent of that of you're going to be on set. You're going to get FaceTime. You're going to get a role. You're going to get at least two or three lines out of it. And you're guaranteed. You're not going to just kind of be slamming yourself against the wall going, I spent $800 on acting lessons and headshots and it didn't pay off. I didn't get anything, you know, going this time. So, so to me, exactly. that's, that's how I make that equivalent. Yeah. Yeah. Like hang out with I, these lovely people. I would say it's a lot cheaper to do that. Like figure out quickly if you like acting or not. Right. Right. Just, yeah, just what a set is like. It's such a special environment. Each set is kind of different. And I think that a lot of people kind of describe it as summer camp, which obviously it's strenuous work um, and everyone has their job and it's very focused, but there is kind of an element of uh, making these lifelong bonds and learning and doing new activities that is a little reminiscent of like a a summer camp environment, like a summer camp where you die. Sleep away camp. Mark, like most uh, summer. Is the perk four hundred dollars? Is the what? Is it four hundred dollars the perk? Uh, depends on the perk, but there's, there's a couple that like there's a, a few different in, in certain ranges. So yeah. Oh, okay, okay, because that's a really good price. Yeah, there's like I said, there's a, there's a few, um, even like some of the associate producer perks, like we um had some feedback and we like lowered one this past weekend to like 150 dollars for like a producer perk so so yeah i mean like there's a whole slew of of what you can get yeah 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 it's affordable same thing like uh august earlier was talking about how rewarding it is to put together something as a producer and you know being a producer you are producing the movie you are making the movie you will have input if you have uh, things that you can help with, locations, you want to talk to directors, you want to talk to actors. Um, that's a great way to get involved behind the scenes and like get a chance to show people what you can do. Um, I actually often will get people who message me and I'll be like, hey, you can shoot at my house. You're like, you slut. You beautiful <laughs> I'm bastard. I'm sorry. What? Uh... What what were you talking about? Oh, did you uh, did you check out my jacket <laughs> that I happen to be wearing right now? That it's supposed to fit Molly, but somehow also fits me because I'm like a dainty little ingenue. It's um, unisex. Yeah, Mark is my stunt double. Actually, we have the exact. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you're gonna. The difference is, is that you'll see my Merkin. Yes. Whenever I do the stunts, yeah. <laughs> but yes, you can also enjoy this uh, this wonderful. Letterman jacket that, uh, or not Letterman jacket, but just like a university jacket that Molly will be sporting throughout the movie. I love it. Beautiful so, colors. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I'm not going to rip it for you, Molly. Well, it's cool to have these like physical the props and um, having those like stories, their conversation pieces in your house. You can sell them on eBay later when you like get horribly addicted to online shopping and need to fuel your your addiction yeah. you can do whatever you want with it uh mark had brought up earlier that like evie the giant six foot eight werewolf is 
currently standing in a young woman's living room. <laughs> right. That could be you. You could be upsetting your dog and house guests and mother with a giant alien costume. I just want to imagine her at Thanksgiving with her family around the table with the werewolf just looming awkwardly over all of them at Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. That makes me happy. Physical media is always cool too. I know that like a lot of people rely on streaming nowadays and maybe this is me because I'm old and I was born in the 1900s. Um, but I, I love physical media and I love all the extra things you get, some special features, commentary, um, the power to view it when you want to because streaming is uh, not forever. Things get taken away and moved and you don't have access yeah. to uh, having a copy of it not only gives you access to a bunch of cool new features, uh, but it also guarantees that you'll be able to see it over and over again. And especially if you're like a producer or something, you can always like pop it in and scream in your grandma's face, like, do you see my name right there? And the executive producer's list. <laughs> grandma, this is my jacket, grandma. Get it. <laughs> my jacket. No one can take that away from you <laughs> once you have it. Mark, are you offering um, IMDb credits for the walk-ons? Yeah. Okay, that's that's another really good thing. See? Yeah. Absolutely killing the game. And you'll get to see Wes Brantley. With with all due respect, I want to faint every time. Yeah, John and I have actually... <laughs> this. The mustache comes out and I have to like, I have to fix my Zoom so I don't see him. Get the mob. <laughs> I forget how to read. It's it's just a nightmare. So you could be on set with Wes Brantley. Mm. Well, and also, guys, just keep in mind, like, I, if you can't afford to monetarily help these films, the biggest thing that you can do is always help spread the word. Always get it out there. Because the biggest thing that makes movies like this and a uh, slew of others that I could name that I'm not going to because today is about fucking grind is all happening because of the support of the community. That's literally why we even have a fucking channel. So at the end of the day, just remember that like these people are pouring their hearts and souls into these amazing projects that I just, I can't wait to fucking see this movie. And I hope by the end of this, all of you feel the same way, you know, and uh, I'll reiterate one of uh, Mark's pitches from the Indiegogo page where they are shooting really high for what this movie is going to do. And it was amazing that they hit 25 K in a week and they're on track to doing right. some, and to making the money and doing some incredible, incredible shit. First of all, if you're one of those people that were complaining about Netflix not paying people, this is how people can get paid. This is how people can do what they love and make something incredible and make the money that they deserve in this ethos. And at the same time, like it's it's amazing. Like I can't I can't really say enough good things about what this community builds, you know, and grind especially. I know I'm excited for and I'm really really lucky that you know you guys have brought us into the fold and let us have the time to talk to you guys it's been absolutely incredible um i was gonna cut catch you guys off guard a little bit uh-oh i was literally about to say i was about to catch you guys off guard and mark fucking hit me with the one two octo feel the big bad <laughs> oh i'm sorry am i not supposed to do that here <laughs> this is our bad guy this is uh, dollars for that prosthetic, Mark. Please put it away. <laughs> I'm Molly. Look at me. No, that's that's. It was that's Molly. Molly, that's was the, Molly was the villain the whole time. <laughs> but uh, the last thing I want to get from you guys is just one of your quotes. And you can say no, a quote from the movie completely out of context. We'll start I'm going to pass on that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I said you could say no. You can yeah. totally tell me to fuck myself no matter what Mark says. <laughs> I That's so hard because what I want to say, like my favorite is I just absolutely can't say it. I can't, <laughs> I can't, say, I can't say it here because I don't want to reveal things and it's also obscene. So I, I, 
Do you know? Do you even remember what you said on that last? <laughs> I think I know which one she's talking about. <laughs> she, she's like, it's obscene. For anybody who listened to the last episode with Molly, she just said this line is obscene. Okay. Right. It's it's crossing a line. <laughs> I don't know what John is insinuating here, but as you can see, and also probably hear in my voice, I'm a little baby angel. And I've never done anything inappropriate in my life. Angels don't have red hair. The Bible said that. I don't know that I'm, I'm going to pass on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all, the all the more excitement for grind guys. So I want to thank everybody for being on the, what? No, nothing. I wasn't going to say anything. All right. You look like you were stopping me for I'll, something else. I'll give my line. That sex and ice cream. Yeah, fucking, yeah. And you can get those t-shirts and you can get those t-shirts now on the Indiegogo page guys. So make sure you're following grind. There you go. Yeah. We, we were going full circle with it. I was really giving, I was trying to open the door for you more than anything else, but all right guys. So where can we follow everybody at so that we can keep up with all these incredible people? Molly, we'll start with you. You can follow me around the grocery store. No, um, you can follow me at Instagram at Molly with the bright red hair. And that's it. Please don't follow me anywhere else. That would be scary. Mark, what about yourself, brother? Uh, I am under Mark Cantu 98 on Instagram, uh, just under my boring old name on, on Facebook. And then you can also find Grind on Instagram and Facebook under Grind Official Movie. So catch up with, catch up with us there, guys. Absolutely. And August, what about yourself? Find me at August Kiss Backup Account. Instagram. I, I'm sure there's a story there and I would love to hear it someday. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for being on the show. We love you guys so much. Eric is sending his love via text right now and sad that he missed out on this incredible episode but thank you guys once again for joining us where it creaks it cracks and we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night bye thank you bye, bye. bye.